Yankee Tree Service, call them today, 401-439-6028. The tree trimming experts from Lincoln, you can always find them online, yankeetreeservice.com. Tree removal since 2006, 24-7 emergency service available. It's Yankee Tree. Folks, I've dealt with them for years. Tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, also emergency service, and bucket truck service you can depend on on Yankee Tree Service. Call them today. Get a free quote, 401-439-6028. And remember, with Yankee Tree Service, they have the licensed arbitrist. They'll come out and they'll explain which tree maybe you want to get removed, maybe what tree you don't want to get removed. Tree pruning, also one of the best things you can do for your property and for your trees. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today. The tree trimming experts based out of Lincoln. Call them at 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You um, can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. All right, the Matos campaign is out with a statement. And it sure sounds they're trying to double down and say that she is, in fact, um, staying in the campaign. Breton Brexton Isaacs, he's the campaign manager. Um, and he's the one that, of course, folks, you know, they were all depending on her staying there. Here's the statement. Our campaign deeply disappointed, angry, angry to learn. Reports inaccurate signatures were submitted to the campaign. Notice they don't use the word fraud. Our camp provided, provided clear instructions on how to ga- correctly gather signatures. Anyone who violated these detailed instructions nomination process says no place in our campaign will be held accountable. Any insinuation our campaign in any way encourages simply false. Our campaign has conducted preliminary review. While we don't know every fact, that gives them an out. Here's what we've learned. A majority of the signatures submitted, they say 728, have been validated by local board of canvassers. We have qualified for the ballot in September. In Rhode Island, legal precedent makes it clear signatures authentically submitted validated will be counted. Vast majority of people who signed their names to place Sabina Matos on the ballot had their voices heard, signatures validated. We're grateful local board of canvassers done their jobs. Our campaign reviewed complaints sent to the Board of Elections. We're confident once they reviewed the facts, they'll uphold the determination we've qualified for the ballot. This is because the complaints do not challenge enough validated signatures to affect our status on the ballot. During her 12 years in office, Sabina's proven track record and integrity, support necessary to win, campaign proud and strong support, look forward to electing. See, they are doubling down and staying in. I. So this is a good thing for us. She is staying in the race. Now, one of her opponents, Gabe Ammo, um, says, I continue to be shocked by the refusal of Matos to explain these circumstances of election fraud committed on behalf of her campaign to concern Rhode Islanders. And it's true. The Matos campaign has said it's clear we submitted more than enough signatures to qualify the ballot. The fact is certainly not clear to me. We need to get to the bottom of this by hearing from the lieutenant governor and allowing law enforcement to do their job. Rhode Islanders are demanding answers. I would like to thank the attorney general's office for taking the lead into this acts of election fraud. Now, that's one of her opponents using it. So now the good news here is that Matos right now is doubling down and the campaign claims that they're going to keep her in the race. And what, what is uh, interesting here, folks, is, is that she's trying to say, okay, if we submitted 800 signatures and you only need 500 to qualify for the ballot, even though 300 of them uh, or 200 of them are fraudulent, well, we, we still cr- cross the threshold that, you know, her campaign is under criminal investigation criminal investigation and this wasn't a rogue staffer this is a paid staffer who also was paid by the mckee campaign so the matos people 
are head down and good. I want them to stay in. Good. She this is this is embarrassing. It flames up the story even more. Now they're saying this on a Thursday. So if they're saying this on a Thursday, this investigation, the story is getting bigger, not smaller. That means it extends into next week. This means now let's start to look at some of the signatures submitted for Governor McKee's campaign. Folks, this also comes into play where look at how if they feel, okay, what do you need? 500 signatures. Well, we're going to submit all these extra ones. Who cares if there's fraud? Because as long as we have enough, right, as long as we have enough to kind of still qualify, then we'll just throw through. So maybe if they don't pick up on it, then we have 600 signatures. If they do pick up on it, okay, well, we'll still have the 500 that we need. So, so in other words, she's willing to accept uh, a certain amount of fraud as long as it keeps her on the ballot. Um, I, I am now, this is really going to flame up her opponents, which is a good thing. But that is a statement from the Matos campaign. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. AJ, drywall, plaster, home improvement. Call them today for a free quote. You can also find them on Facebook, 401 323 9252-323-9252. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Frame to finish basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions. Also, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. Contact them today. It's a family run business. AJ Drywall Plaster Home Improvements. Call for a free quote. What a difference they'll make in your home, your ceilings, floors, basements. 401-323-9252. What a difference. Beautiful walls and ceilings. 401-323-9252. You can also find them on Facebook. It's AJ Drywall Plaster and Home Improvements for your home or business. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Well, as I had said, this scandal involving the campaign, Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, not only does it show no signs of, of slowing down, if anything, it's getting bigger. Now, there's a lot at stake here. This has to do, obviously, with the signatures. But beyond that, now you have the Attorney General involved. Peter Narona, and he's not fooling around, and maybe people are realize or don't realize, but there is no love loss between Governor McKee and Narona, and this is the McKee Matos administration. So, Attorney General Peter Narona taking control of this criminal investigation, and now we're up to four communities: Jamestown, Newport. Now, Barrington, East Providence were added. There could be more coming today. This is a full-fledged dumpster fire. I'm going to also tell you the real dangers. This is not just, uh, I think, maybe the end of her campaign. I think this could be the end of her political career, even resulting in her stepping down. I'm talking about Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, and let me tell you why. Now, I got an email from someone who said, well, you know, if she says that there should be accountability and, <clears throat> it, um, you know, and they should be punished, she, she's basically off the hook. I, I don't believe that. Let, let's look at this. First of all, the investigate it's all still unfurling. Let's see if she can make it through the week. I'm not convinced that's going to happen. Um, th th what does this do for, number one, her, quote, campaign? She can't campaign. She's under, her campaign is under criminal investigation. Now, it starts with this woman, Holly, with the Hey Ashley ad, uh, who was part of the McKee campaign. But that, that woman, granted all allegations, but it, it's pretty clear cut. You have the people that say, I didn't sign those papers. And then you also have, in Jamestown, people that, that are deceased. So now, if you want to say, and it was notarized, by this Evan England of the Matos campaign. Now, this woman, Holly, she was also a paid staffer. When you think on these campaigns of how many people are, are on the campaign, um, not that many people are paid. 
So she was paid. She was hired to work on this. But as, as according to our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, each uh, false fraud signature, each one is a, is a felony count. So how, how many are we up to? Now, I'm going to play the Channel 12 piece, but she could be facing it. many, many felonies here. So not only do I, I don't believe, I don't think she can't run her entire campaign. The the primary is coming up September 5th. This investigation is going to go on, you know, for quite some time. Who's to say this could go to a grand jury. But on top of that, I, I don't see what, what, what good is it for Governor McKee to now be saddled with a lieutenant governor that he handpicked that an essence is now just a non-stop, excuse me, scandal machine. I mean, this is bad for him. So Channel 12 is doing tremendous reporting on this, Tim White. I want to play their latest piece. And as I said, their coverage, the story's getting bigger, not smaller. So now listen to this. Who say they never signed a nomination paper in a run for Congress, and now another criminal investigation has been launched. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. I'm Mike Montecalvo. And I'm Shannon Heggie. Target 12 investigator Tim White is here now with the latest. Tim? Well, Mike and Shannon, so far, Target 12 has tracked down nine people who dispute their signature on the Matos campaign's paperwork. The signature scandal in Rhode Island's first district congressional race has reached Newport. On Wednesday morning, Target 12 visited Newport City Hall, signatures. where city election officials were scrutinizing signatures on nomination papers for congressional candidate and Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. I find that all three of these signatures are questionable. Ultimately voting unanimously to take action. This would be referred to the police department. And the vote comes after Target 12 revealed multiple people dispute signing nomination papers for Matos, signatures that are required to appear on the ballot in the race to replace former Congressman David Cicilline. Is that your signature? No, it is not my signature. Not my handwriting at all. Among them, Perrin Tyser of Newport. So you never signed nomination papers for Sabina Matos? I have never signed uh, nomination papers for anybody. Target 12 called the names on the list of signatures for the Matos nomination papers and combed the streets of Newport. Knocking on doors. Her signature is forged. Okay. Records show the signatures were gathered by Matos campaign worker Holly McLaren. Documents submitted by McLaren to Jamestown election officials are already under the police spotlight there. Target 12 paid McLaren a visit at her Providence home. No one came to the door and she did not return a call for comment. Back in Newport. So this right here is not your mother's signature. No, unfortunately, no. That is a forced signature. It's she forced says signature. it herself, and it's not her signature. We met Katisha Lopez and her mother, who were stunned when we showed them a document they say they've never seen. How do you feel that your mother's signature was forged? I'm really upset, and it's sad that it's happening, and I can't believe someone even forged it. Now, last night, the Matos campaign provided a statement that said in part, while it is clear we have submitted more than enough signatures to qualify for the ballot, I am deeply troubled by what has been reported in the news of Mike and Shannon. By our count, McLaren has collected about 320 signatures for the Matos campaign. And Tim, at this point, do you know the status of that campaign worker? Yeah, we do. Uh, spokesperson did confirm that uh, she was a paid worker for the Matos campaign, but she is no longer working for the campaign. And coming up new at six we discovered mclaren is no political newcomer either in fact she made a cameo in a high profile campaign ad in the race for governor with the target 12 investigators tim white 12 news very very good job indeed and of course that was <clears throat> she was in that very obnoxious very very obnoxious uh commercial right with the whole uh hey ashley ad that she was uh let me play it again You're, ashley that's not rhode island yeah that's her so she also signed the, the papers, and she doesn't live in the 1st District. So, folks, this is getting worse, not better. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Propane Plus, call them today. Heating and cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Three generations you can always depend on Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling Call them today, 
4209. Three generations, they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they're going to serve you for a very long time. They have a great user-friendly website. You just log on at propaneplus.com, and then you type in your zip code, residential, commercial, propane plus, heating and cooling, always there for you. Give them a call today in Rhode Island, 401 885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. The Johnson family, three generations, heating and cooling. You can always depend on Propane Plus. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Now, you're going to see some things in the news about these homeless encampments. And the Providence Journal has a story. There's a pregnant woman at the homeless encampment. I mean, that is sad. She's hoping she can find housing so that she can get custody of her daughter again. She said it's a major problem trying to stay clean and sober because the homeless encampment is filled with illicit drug users. This is insanity that they're allowing these people. They also complain, well, there's so much trash because they don't put out trash cans for us to pick up. These are people, they don't want any responsibility. They want everyone to just take care of them. These are adults. Uh, they're all English-speaking. They're all Americans. I think they're all Rhode Islanders. What, why don't you... See, th th this is ridiculous. Like, they don't even have the wherewithal. Why don't you go out and purchase a trash can? But this business that the media is taking that somehow, how can we evict these homeless encampments and there's nowhere for them to go? That, that's not the way our society works. They're not contributing anything to society. It's what we've thought. This is, and it. listen, don't get me wrong. It is sad and tragic that these people are serious drug users. And that's why you find all the needles. And, and that's how they're even living that way. And that's their priority in living that way. But you're not helping them by then just allowing them to camp outside or giving them free rooms to stay in. So they need serious help. They need drug rehabilitation, but it's not going to get any easier. When you have government now, government is going to allow more people to use illicit drugs. But it's supposed to be, you know, hey, I'm an adult and I have the freedom. I should have the freedom to do that. And you can't tell me I can't use those things. And like, where are we going with this? If that's going to be then the attitude of, I want to use drugs, but I want you to also take care of me. Um, we're just not built that way. So these people with the homeless encampments, it, 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 it can't be allowed to go on. We can't have people just camping out wherever. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 25 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs. No matter how big, how small, contact them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. What a difference it makes for your driveway, for your business, parking lot, J. Letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730, online at jperrypaving.com, and look for them on Facebook. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Time for our legal segment. Joining us right now is our legal expert, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, let's start off as we speak. Um, this situation investigation, Jamestown canvases started to notice some signatures did not match up when it came to the Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos campaign. 
And as we're speaking now, Channel 12 apparently has uncovered that Newport also has a situation with some of these signatures you have to get in order to qualify to be on the ballot for the uh, CD1 race. It was a seat held, congressional seat held by Congressman David Cicilline. Um, but this uh, definitely, you know, I, I think the optics of it may, might even be worse than the penalty. But this is this is um, still a very serious matter with these apparently fraudulent signatures. You're, you're right, John. It, it, the optics are, are terrible. Um, we've got lots and lots of people running in the um, CD1 primary on the Democrat side. They're all looking for name recognition. They're all looking for traction. Um, uh, Lieutenant Governor Matto certainly has probably the most name recognition, um, not the most money raised so far, but this, to me... Um, is a credibility issue or it affects her directly or at least the people she surrounded herself with so far we've got allegations and these are all allegations uh, in jamestown of dead people allegedly signing the nomination papers now if discovered who signed the name of the dead person if true to the nomination papers that that act uh, would be a felony in the state of Rhode Island, punishable for up to, I believe, 10 years in prison. Now, wow. would, any, would anyone ever get that? Um, no. No, but I think if they were able to identify the person who fraudulently um, signed a dead person's name to the nomination papers, um, the attorney general's office would have to do something about it to send a yeah. message that you can't do this. And if it got in front of a judge, it seems to me a judge would have to send a message. Again, if this individual or individuals can be identified, now the problem gets worse um, for the Matos campaign. Um, pointing out, it's now breaking that in Newport, the people are saying, no, that's not my signature. No, I yeah. didn't sign these nomination papers. So now it's not... Uh, somebody signing a dead person's name. Somebody's now signing a live voter's name who's not being asked, is this your signature? No way. That's not my signature. Look at my signature. This is not it. I wouldn't have signed these papers. So now you've got um, people working for her campaign um, in at least two communities with allegations of phony nomination signatures um, which, again, that would be a felony regarding whoever um, fraudulently signed individuals' names to the nomination papers in that jurisdiction. Is it one person? Is it more than one person? Um, the optics are terrible. It sends a terrible message. Oh, yeah, we can just sign people's names. No one's ever going to check this stuff. We right. just need to get the applicable number of signatures, and we're off to the races. Who's going to take the time to check this stuff out? Well, guess what? It is checked out. The local canvassing authorities are doing their due diligence. That's right. To make sure that these things are filed legitimately. Um, surprisingly, they're doing their due diligence, candidly, but um, they are, and problems are cropping up. Now, if problems crop up with some of the other candidates, well, that would be one thing. If it's only with um, the lieutenant governor's campaign, um, I think that gives her politically a black eye. Um, does it get to her level of involvement? Probably not. Um, but her underlings certainly could be looking at criminal charges if they can be appropriately identified. Tim Dodd, as I think of it, uh, so it, it would depend on how they do it, but it's is it possible uh, that if there's, let's just say there's five examples or 10 examples that is it possible that would be 10 separate felony charges as opposed to like all looped into just you know one yes you're wow. if, if one person fraudulently signed 10 different people's names to the nomination papers um yes that could be arguably that would be 10 separate felony counts because each wow. act would be a separate felony you know, you sign dead person one, you sign dead person two, you sign dead person three. Each act is an independent felony. 
I guess the other thing, and most campaigns make sure they have a number well in excess of the minimum signature requirement. Right. If 500 is required, you'd like to get 1,000 to make sure if there's any um, mistakes made um, that you've got enough to cover. Um, if there was enough phony signatures that could be identified that could really have um, significant implications for a candidate, I can't believe that her campaign would have just got the bare nut bare minimum number of signatures. I'm sure they're right. well over what they need to have a buffer. But um, if, if the individual or individuals who have done this, if it, in fact the allegations are true, they're looking at you know significant felony charges. Wow. And, and let's just play this out a little bit more. It's my understanding, I think, that one of the people with the campaign, they have to actually authorize it. And one of the things that kicked it off was – in Jamestown, when I, I believe I, I read or somebody had reported that it was a mail that dropped off one of the papers and the person was there. Now, again, it's Jamestown, a little, you know, kind of sleepy. They know the woman and they think, boy, that that's not her. Like, who is this? The signature doesn't match. But um, but this sounds, Tim Dodd, this it, it could be more than just one person involved. But the other thing I wanted to touch on was. The fact that you and I know how these investigations go, the, the primary is coming up September 5th. So I, I don't believe we're going to have this thing resolved within a week. I mean, they, they normally take longer than that. So it's it's very possible this is going to loom over the whole time that this, you know, this primary uh, season almost is going on. Yes, it's 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 unlikely that this would all be wrapped up at the individual individual yeah. or individuals would be charged, processed, uh, and brought into court before the primary. So it's going to be a cloud that hangs over um, the campaign. And when everyone's trying to get some attention and jostling to get some traction, this serves up an opportunity for her opponents to... Yeah. Um, get sound bites that will be reported, you know, in, in various media sources, criticizing her campaign, criticizing her staff, criti criticizing, you know, her honesty and integrity. I mean, her campaign came out with a statement saying, oh, we, we strive to be the most ethical campaign oh. um, around. Well, that's, well, that's good. Yeah. Well, you know, that's <laughs> I'd nice. I hate to think what it would look like if they didn't. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's it's almost, I don't know if it's better to not say we try to strive to be the most ethical when they're looking right. at this type of, of conduct. I would think they would say we are, we try to be ethical and who's ever doing this, you know, we will participate fully in them being prosecuted because we won't stand for this type of thing. But that's not quite the messaging that her campaign's putting out right now. Tim Dodd, one final note on that. Um, what if, in fact... I mean, someone gave the list to these individuals because, you know, someone, you know, these people are sent around to get the signatures. Is it is it possible? And I don't remember recall if this ever happened, but that if, if they start saying this is what I was told to do, almost like I was instructed to do this by the campaign. I, I just I can't recall when we've actually had like a campaign being investigated. Well, and again, that's. If if an individual who went out and has now been identified as the person getting phony signatures of dead people or live people, will they say, yeah, I did this on my own. I wanted to curry favor with the campaign. I wanted to show how many signatures I was getting and take the hit. Or will they then give up if your you know scenario is correct? Will they give up and say, well, this is what I was told to do by X. Right. You know, in that manner could this move up the um, the food chain structure of a campaign. That's, you know, we're speculating, but certainly one wonders if, if the perpetrator, if it is truly uh, a criminal act that's been taken or multiple criminal acts, will the person be identified? Will the person take the hit or will that person implicate others? Um, yeah. I guess we have to stay tuned and see how this develops, but it's certainly not good for her campaign. No. Folks, a quick break. Much more ahead. Legal analyst, attorney Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePietro Show. 
Remember to follow the John DePietro Show on YouTube. It's John DePietro Show on YouTube. Subscribe, which means you get notified whenever we post new videos. You find original content, video you can't find anywhere else. Subscribe today. It's free. It's the YouTube channel of the John DePietro Show. Falcon Pest Services, when you have a pest problem, give them a call. Serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services, residential or commercial, whether it is for maybe you have some kind of a termite problem, bed bugs, ants, roaches. Listen, a mice problem. Mice can be problematic. Rats, mosquitoes, many other pests. Falcon Pest Services, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, all different types of programs, multifamily housing, condos, apartments, single-family homes, restaurants, office buildings, highly trained, experienced pest control technicians. Maybe it's once a year. Maybe it's a one-time treatment, monthly service, quarterly, or year-round protection. You can depend. Falcon Pest Services. Call them today for a free quote, 401 739 1322. Get your yard sprayed. Get rid of those mosquitoes. Falcon Pest Services. Call today, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services. You can also find them on Facebook. We're speaking with our legal analyst and attorney, Tim Dot. Tim, Governor McKee announced that uh, the state of Rhode Island is pulling out of this whole fiasco deal they have with the Cranston Street Armory. But the interesting part about it is I, I believe the maneuver is there, kicking it to Providence. And the reason I'm asking about it, uh, and we're discussing it, is I believe there's a legal part of this that if they, if I heard that right, if they just said, hey, we're not dealing with you anymore, they have a contract with these people, Scout, and they, they can't, they, they actually can't hire someone else to do it. So this almost seems like it's a legal maneuver by saying, Oh, no, we, we don't own it. The state doesn't own it. We're transferring it. Providence now owns it. Well, Providence is saying, if you want to punt this problem over to yeah. us, we certainly can't absorb the entire cost of rehabbing this property. We would still need state participation. Um, you know, critics of what's happening here um, are putting out the suggestion that because the Philadelphia people yeah. um, basically yeah. ratted out the bad conduct of the Rhode Island representatives, you know, they, they were sort of like whistleblowers, even though they aren't true whistleblowers, because whistleblowers, if I work for a company and I blow the whistle on my superiors for criminal conduct, then I'm a whistleblower. Um, this was a separate business organization, but let's call them whistleblowers because they blew the whistle on bad conduct by the Rodan representatives, which in turn makes the McKee administration look bad. Um, a cynic might say, well, you know, this deal was canceled with um, the Philadelphia firm um, in retribution for embarrassing the administration. Well, is that true or not true? People who oppose the administration and want to see the armory redeveloped will say this is retribution. The administration will say, well, we paid for a study, and the study indicated that um, the rehabilitation which was proposed um, wouldn't work, wouldn't be cost-effective. The whole idea of an indoor soccer um, um, place for indoor soccer with a mixed-use business platform and all these other things that were going to be thrown into the mix um, were not um, economically viable. So the McKee administration can say, we're not pursuing this because we've looked at it and we don't think it's a viable solution uh, for the expense that would be involved in rehabbing and repurposing the armory. Now to punt, punt the problem to Providence, which is essentially broke, um, punts the problem away from the administration. It doesn't solve the problem for that community to have this white elephant in its midst, which yeah. nothing is being done with it. I don't think anything's been meaningfully done there since I think it's 1996. So we have a long, long stretch 
of nothing happening there. Um, Providence can't financially no. shoulder the burden of doing what needs to be done. Um, one wonders if there really is a viable solution yeah. to repurpose the building or whether it should be raised and start over. I mean, it's a beautiful building. It's, um, does create interesting opportunities, but at what cost? Right. Um, I don't know what happens politically. That's not for me to say, but, you know, McKee says we're doing this because the economics don't work. Um, proponents of this project say that this is simply retaliating and canceling the contract because of yeah. and the, the embarrassment the administration has suffered um, because these guys blew the whistle on the Rhode Island representatives who behaved like idiots. Do you think we'll see some legal action from the Philadelphia people? I'm not sure exactly what the terms of their contract um, okay. provide. You know, it, I, I can't imagine that the state can be obligated or forced to do this deal with them. Um, so, no, I don't foresee that happening at okay. this juncture based upon what I know. I think it'd just be interesting if they said, no, the real reason you're canceling this is because, like you said, we blew the whistle. We announced what's happening. This is retribution. Now you want to get out of the deal. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Now, Tim Dodd, Mike Mata is someone, uh, Dr. Mata, who we, you and I have discussed. He had the situation with those trees, so bushes was supposed to move in Florida. He also had this virtual con thing. The Boston Globe has an interesting story where apparently, and I know that he was going after some people that were posting, he would go on my Facebook page and start going after people that were commenting on him in the article. And you're going to hear from me and my attorneys. And there's, there was a story in the Globe that some of the people quoted in the article about him, like someone in Atlantic City, he's, he's threatening legal action against them. And I, I believe like some first, you know, first Amendment advocates and, and uh, experts were weighing in saying that what he's doing with this threatening of the legal action is actually illegal because that's stifling free speech. Yes. This all stems from Rhode Island has a slap suit law, which yep. um, it's a law that is created to prevent these types of relatively frivolous lawsuits, which um, are intended to force the defendant to spend money on lawyers, to go through a legal process where there's an allegation of um, uh, libel or slander or defamation, which are not supported. In this case, it has an interesting um, twist to it because Mata had his attorney uh, send letters, basically a cease and desist letter to individuals at the Boston Globe threatening legal action for um, libel um, in the main or for slander if they discuss it, um, let's say, on talk shows. But the Globe um, reporters didn't take this lying down. Um, they recognize that Rhode Island has the slaps suit legislation in place, which can punish the person who wrongfully attempts to intimidate and quell uh, First Amendment free speech. Um, the Globe people say, look, facts, facts are not slander. Facts are not libel. We report facts. Um, we'll continue to report facts. Facts are not um, defamation. They're facts. Um, they've also filed um, a complaint with the uh, Rhode Island Disciplinary Council saying that the lawyer who participated on behalf of MATA knew or should have known that the threatening letter sent was violative of the intent of the slap suit uh, legislation was an effort to quell free speech, uh, was an effort at intimidation, and um, is unacceptable. Well, the, the little twist further is that although it was a threatening lawyer's letter, it's not yet a lawsuit. Until the lawsuit is filed, it really isn't a slap case um, until the allegations are made and the suit is filed. So I think that um, Mata 
who you write tries to intimidate people with threats of lawsuits. My lawyers are coming for you. You better go get your lawyer because <laughs> you're going to have to spend a lot of money. Yeah. You know, all, all these types of threats. Um, I think that he's run into the wrong opponent because the globe is pushing back in a serious way, in an effective way. And in my view, in, in a totally appropriate way to push back against this guy. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePietro Show. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Stop in and see Marie, that historic white church. Shop local, inside, all quality products, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. They understand quality, integrity. It's My Health. It's all about your health, local products. I say ye. Honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. You know, they carry over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and much more natural skincare products. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's all about health for you, for your family. There's vitamins for children, all different types of teas, all different types of spices. Boy, what a difference it'll make. Shop local. Stop it and see the queen of health. It's Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health. And it's my health. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM can always listen online at the website depetro.com. So the scandal now surrounding Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. This is all the CD1 Congressional District 1 race. This is the primary supposed to be to replace get that congressional seat for David Cicilline. She was considered the front runner, but obviously her campaign is in trouble now and it's in a lot of trouble and it's a criminal investigation about these signatures. Now you have to ask yourself, do we really think that this is the first time that these individuals involved with the McKee Matos uh, campaigns, that they were forging signatures. No, they probably have done it in the past and they got away with it. This is not the first time. It's the first time they're getting caught doing it. But I think her political career is really in jeopardy. As I said, and I've said in the beginning, the problem for her in this campaign is this is one of those things it's easy to understand. Listen, you're, you're, you're forging the signatures of people that are deceased. That's not complicated. Many times, some of the things that go in front of the Ethics Commission that come out, they can be a little complicated. Sometimes the campaign finance involving campaigns, even though it's a violation, it may be. There's nothing complex about this. So for the average voter person, it's easy to understand. So her campaign is doomed. I believe, possibly... Uh, before the end of the week, she's going to end her campaign. Because if, if you're governor, now Governor McKee, he's laying low. Does he really want to go out and get questions asked of him about this? The answer is no. It's a huge distraction. He's trying to govern. He doesn't have popular, you know, he's not exactly a popular governor. He's got his own problems. He has his own investigations. And now she is a very toxic lieutenant governor that he picked who clearly, she's had problems with, with uh, fundraising. Listen, this is someone who clearly is not up to the job. And I'm not saying that it's not a big job, trying to be, you know, lieutenant governor, even though the job really doesn't have any set job description, but also running for Congress. Now, she hired this woman. And uh, in, in some of the things in the investigation, they want to get all the notes from the campaign. And they want to go through, you know, this woman, by the way, she was being paid by Governor McKee last June, July, and August. So now he's going to get asked questions. Now, here's a fair question. Let's go back and look at the signatures that she handed in for Governor McKee last June. And I mean June of 2022. Suddenly, Governor McKee has no public events on his schedule. That leads me to believe that they're concerned of what liability that they may have, uh, how they may suddenly you know really get dragged in on this whole thing so i think this is beyond problematic 
um, again, I went, someone sent me an email saying Matos, the lieutenant governor, is fine because she came out and said, oh, whoever did this should be, you know, should face consequences. I, I don't, I don't believe that by any stretch. I think that doesn't, I mean, come on. She's, it, you're, you're the candidate. It's your campaign. You're the one that has to answer the questions on this. So you, you hired this person. Um, and with Attorney General Peter Nerona jumping in and then working with the different police departments, he, he's not about to, he's, they're not going to go easy on her. There's no reason they're not going to go easy on her. Absolutely not. Actually, quite the opposite, as we've talked about. There's no love loss between uh, the Attorney General I, I mean, he'll he'll do his job, but he's there's no political favors here and by any stretch. All right, now, I've played the Channel 12 piece. Channel 10 has jumped in. Actually, all the, 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 the news outlets have jumped into it. But I'm telling you, I don't see how her campaign survives. Uh, the question's going to be is do they want to drag this into next week? And, and her staying in the race keeps – I'm not saying the investigation goes away, but the story really stays alive as long as she stays in this CD1 race. And it talk about a cloud for the uh, McKee administration. All right, let's go. I want to play. This is the Channel 10 I did not sign this. Piece. But the woman who did not want to show her face tells us she did not sign the nomination form for congressional candidate Sabina Matos in Newport. The local election authorities initially validated the signature. It's just disrespectful. And the, they need to be prosecuted, whoever it, it was. Because if I did it, I'd be in trouble. There were red flags raised on that form. Newport election officials rejected nearly half yeah. the 32 signatures on the form in question, when typically 98% are okay. That's highly unusual. And they voted today to send the matter to Newport police to investigate, as they're now suspicious even of some of the signatures they initially approved, yep. like Kyla Russell whose name appears twice with two different signatures. Russell told me she did not sign it at all and had never heard of Sabina Matos. Many of the signatures in question were supposedly gathered at a Newport Housing Authority development. A woman there named Marta also told me a signature claiming to be hers is not. Her caretaker. She didn't sign that. That's not her letter. She don't write like that. It's not right that people have been doing that, signing for other people. But right next door, are you yes. surprised to hear that there's some questions about whether other people actually signed it? No, there's always stuff like that going on during elections. We reported earlier this week no, that Jamestown true. election officials also sent a Matto signature form with at least one dead person's name on it to their police department. The signature forms in both communities appear to have been gathered by the same person, Holly McLaren. Her name is signed, attesting that the signatures were collected in her presence. By our count, she turned in 20 other signature forms from across the district. Ashley, that's not Rhode Island. And she appeared in ads for Governor Dan McKee's campaign last year. We've tried to reach McLaren the past two days at home and by phone. We've asked to meet with Matos. Instead, she writes in a statement, quote, I am deeply troubled by what has been reported in the news. Anyone who violated the law should be held accountable and will have no role on my campaign. Matos got hundreds more valid certified signatures than she needed to qualify for the ballot. Brian Crandall, NBC 10 News. Now, another thing, folks, that you keep in mind is all these border canvases giving out all these mail ballots. How many people are really checking this? This is good for democracy. The investigation is strong, uh, but it's got a long way to go. And I, I'm telling you, the campaign is over. It's just a matter of when they're going to pull the plug. This thing's getting worse, not better. And for, for that woman to say, I'm not surprised, excuse me, a sitting lieutenant governor running for Congress and her campaign now facing a criminal investigation, uh, the word's unprecedented in, in Rhode Island. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick, delicious food and drink they have a great bar area always a dependable menu whether you're going to eat there or take out a delicious meal is waiting for you at the coincid inn look for them online you can also find them on facebook whether it's lunch dinner or drinks in the lounge always a good time at the coincid inn 226 coincid avenue in west warwick at med urgent care Walk-in urgent care center, all your medical needs. They're open seven days a week, doctors and nurses. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. Again, they're open seven days a week 
at med urgent care when you need urgent care without the wait now when i've been in that situation and i needed urgent care that's where i went if you want to go to emergency room and have a long wait well you're free to do that otherwise do what i did go to at med urgent care whether it's work related maybe someone's not feeling well someone needs stitches whatever it may be at med urgent care comprehensive outpatient urgent care facility there's two locations one near you johnston right in the atwood medical center and also 5750 post road east greenwich that's right across from felicia's when you need and i need urgent care you want at med urgent care again two locations 1524 atwood avenue in johnston in the atwood medical center and 5750 post road east greenwich seven days a week doctors and nurses at med urgent care make sure to find the john DePietro show facebook page and you can watch all the action on the scene live stream follow it all real time live stream just follow john DePietro's show right there on the facebook page this portion of the john DePietro show it's brought to you by lawn doctor your best lawn ever guaranteed and i can tell you with my own experience what a fantastic job they did and have done with my lawn the easiest thing to do is log on to their website it's lawndoctor.com lawndoctor.com put in your zip code your best lawn ever guaranteed it's lawn doctor of rhode island you can call them 401-392-1025 but log on to their website lawndoctor.com Remember to log on to DePetro.com. We have original stories, original videos, also links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Plus, you can get some great merchandise in the shop. Log on DePetro.com. Propane Plus. Call them today. Heating and cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508 508- 252-3359 for Propane Plus. Three generations you can always depend on Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling. Call them today, 401-885-4209. Three generations, they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they're going to serve you for a very long time. They have a great user-friendly website. You just log on at propaneplus.com, and then you type in your zip code, residential, commercial, propane plus heating and cooling always there for you give them a call today in rhode island 401-885-4209 in massachusetts 508-252-3359 the johnson family three generations heating and cooling you can always depend on propane plus remember to follow the john DePetro show on youtube it's John DePietro Show on YouTube. Subscribe, which means you get notified whenever we post new videos. You find original content, video you can't find anywhere else. Subscribe today. It's free. It's the YouTube channel of the John DePietro Show. <laughs>